making fart sounds with my voice. Making fart sounds. Make a make a in the banana 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 got a fart got a shit banana. That's called farting bananas. Here's a song that I wrote. It's called Rootin' Tootin' Cowboys. Rootin', sure. Tootin', who knows? Well, I'm a cowboy, and I like to wrestle cows. I'm a cowboy, and I wrestle cows. Rootin' and tootin', right here on the Random Bush. Listening to Random Bush, the stand-up sketch conversation comedy podcast, with your hosts Sean Random and Andrew Bush. Today's episode is brought to us by MILFs. Uh, just to be clear, having children doesn't make you a MILF. There are some other qualifications to be considered. I always wondered. If your last name turned into the thing that you had to do, you know what I mean? Oh, like that sets your career? Yeah. Well, that used to be the way. And I always think that's funny because like, um, I well, don't there's know. There's people today whose last yeah. name is Baker. They have nothing to do with yeah, working in Yeah, nothing kitchens. to do with it. Yeah. But you can imagine one of their ancestors, maybe their grandfather's father yep. who came over here was a baker. Well, one of so the, that's how the name. One of the most famous ones, I mean, like uh, uh, just like white person name, if you go with Smith. Smith. So Blacksmith or Leathersmith or any kind of Smith. That's there where it came from. There was a lot of different Smiths back in the yeah, day. Yeah, like, lots of Smithy Smiths. Smith basically meant craft worker mm-hmm. of whatever the theme was that was listed before. Like, I'm a horse smith. Yeah. I make shit for horses. And then, like, another famous one. I'm a one. wagon smith. I'm a smither. What's a smither? Uh, I don't know. It's the person who smiths the smiths. Although the smiths need smithing? Like, a smith, a smith needs smithing. All right. Like, if you... That kind of sounds like a John, like a prostitute. Yeah. Like, I'm a smither. Oh, you're the smither. Well, I'm the blacksmith. It's a pleasure to meet you. Come by around 11. <laughs> the blacksmith is always given a lot of credit in a lot of medieval things. Like, the blacksmith is always like, Whoa. get your swords, and it's always some giant guy. I don't think that, like, the bottle smith is that, you know, what? that much credit given to them. When we see it in movies, the blacksmith always has, like, this really cool corner. Yeah. He's wearing a lot of leather. It's super hot. Yeah. It's usually, like, our hero is one of his apprentices, mm-hmm. and that hero will spin off and have a whole story where he becomes a wizard or something. I always like it when he makes a sword and there's a montage where he's like, ching, ching, ching. There's fire and there's sparks. Ching. I will call you Engoria. Engoria for the sword of Karak. And he throws in a pile of other swords. <laughs> Let's make another one. The war is coming. And he usually has like a beard. Yeah. And yeah. I think he, I don't think we look at him in movies in the same light that they looked at him at the time. Yeah. Because at the time, I imagine they were like, look what he's doing. We bring in raw ore. It's basically rocks. Yeah. Right? I, I'm on the team, right? Me and the a couple of my friends, because we're wagon smiths, so we got wagons. Uh-huh. We take our wagons out up to the mountain. And whenever there's like a landslide, he'll go up with us, the blacksmith, and he'll point certain rocks out be like, that one with the black lines in it collect all of those and that one over there with that red line in it collect all of those and 
we, we throw them in the back of our wagons and we drag them down into town. And then he turns them into fucking swords. It's like magic. I have no idea what he's doing. There. Look at all the sparks and the fire and the smoke. It's it's mystical. I imagine there was some kind of mysticality that was associated with the blacksmith. And at one point it was like those were their secrets and it was only passed from father to son. And you had to be part of a private clan of blacksmiths to know the secrets of sword folding. I think it kind of evolved into doing that, though. I mean, Probably. you know, first blacksmiths were like, me hit rock with other rock. Ooh, this rock sharper now with that rock. Oh, yeah, and they and figured then, it out. It's like, ah, oh, that, that stupid old Ugg over there. He just likes hitting rocks with other rocks. And then one day, here comes a saber-toothed tiger, and he's like, oh, you have saber-tooth? I have this sharp rock. And he stabbed it, and they're like, what the Oh, fuck? shit, look what Ugg's got like, going on over here. Are you kidding me? And they're just like, can I get one of those? And he's like... Step in line, me hit rock. Ten dollars. Yeah. Ten shiny rock for one sharp rock. Done. <laughs> Six berries. Everybody runs to the river. I need shiny rocks. I need shiny rocks now. I need berries. The prehistoric blacksmith. Okay. Just had these sharp rocks that they would give to other people. Well, at that rocks. point, they're not really blacksmiths. They're just the guy that hangs out at the river and yeah. throws rocks they're a lot. banging rocks against each other. But he's figuring it out. Like, rock, I, well, you can't I, see what he's doing, but he's working on something. Ladies and gentlemen, Random Bush is proud to present The Secrets of the Gods. I created the platypus on purpose. He was supposed to be the first in a long line of many confusing animals, but I was just kind of going through a thing and I lost a thread of thought after the platypus. I'm sure it will come back to me. The hippopotamus, however, was an accident. I meant for those to be much, much smaller. Oh, that and nipples. The whole idea was just a temporary fix that I never got back to. Now, there are nipples on almost everything, except for fish. I didn't need them until I started making mammals, and then I'd be the first to admit I went a little crazy with the nipples from that point. Now they're everywhere. I am never going to get rid of all these nipples. Here's a question for you. Yes? Uh, I've got this box of um, cake mix. Okay. And I've got some cake mix on there. It's a yellow cake. Okay. It's a yellow looking. It's a, you know, it has a nice slice right there, a nice slice of Cake. Big and picture right on the box. Yeah, right on the box. So I know what it's supposed to look okay. like. It's a yellow cake. And then up in the right-hand corner, it has this woman, this woman's name on here. And I've never understood. Like, I, I don't. Maybe you know the answer to this. Maybe you don't. Okay. But I, I'm not exactly sure if it's just a brand or if this is an actual person. Okay. But who the fuck is Betty Crocker? Do we know who she is? Is she a real person? Is this a real lady who's making cakes? And how is she doing it? How is she just finding these powders and putting these powders in a sack and then putting them all in the store? As I understand uh -huh. it, and I could totally be wrong, or I could be thinking of somebody else. I believe Betty Crocker was not a real person. Not a real. Oh, was was invented. No, I, I think she was I a character was. that was invented by a newspaper. Uh huh. And people. For real? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, this is the story I've heard. People would write to this newspaper. It was like in the days of like Dear Abby before mm. even then. Betty Crocker would give advice for like homemakers and people who were it was probably extremely chauvinistic but in its time it was appropriate but um she was an advice columnist but they created the character of her because in reality she was a writer's room advice whoa, would come whoa, from multiple whoa, sources whoa betty crocker isn't even a baker she's a writer but she 
often gave advice. Her advice ended up leading into more of a cooking theme thing. So she became that person. But really, it was the wife's assistant. She was the uh, Martha Stewart of the, her but day. But she's never a real person, though. I mean, right. was she a real no. person? She was never a real she person. She was never a real person. She was the Martha Stewart of her day, though. She was created to serve that role of the person who the local housewife turns to for answers like, how do I clean my oven? Well, you want to use this new product that happens to be sponsoring the newspaper and paying the bills of the writer's room people. Do you see the connection, how this yeah. all links together? And so that's who Betty Crocker was. And then some company bought the rights to that to associate it, her name to their product. And that's how we know her now because she was lost to obscurity because who reads newspapers oh, anymore? I'm disappointed that she was never a real person. She's I could be totally like, she's wrong. She's kind of like the Bigfoot then, right? She's kind of like a Was Aunt like Jemima real? Legend. Was Uncle Ben real? Who are they real? I, I thought that they know. were. I thought they were all people that hung out together and they like chilled. Like Uncle Ben was like, shit, you got some syrup, I got some rice. Well, what about you know? like Colonel Sanders? Is Colonel Sanders was a real dude. So was General So. How about uh, wasn't he? They they they. I mean, they never went together and had chicken recipes. I don't know if General So was as much real as not. General So was like five different people who were known. General, as General so, so. That's how he fed all of his troops. All of his troops were okay, like, no. we are so hungry. That chicken, and this chicken is awful. And he was like, well, shit, guys, guess what? recipe as was your named general, in honor of General So. But in their history, there was actually like five General So's. No, that's not true. When you hear the story of General that's So, he's like 300 years old. Because they're mix-matching five different heroes who took the nomenclature of General. So they took it on like a title, like oh, General. Or, or kind yeah, of like the, the, the what's his name? Um, um, so there Big was a, Bird. Kind of like Big Bird. Right. There was a, a guy Big named Bird Bill. Well, and yeah. Bill earned his way up to private and mm -hmm, then earned his way up to mm -hmm. all the colonel, all the lines until he became General. And then he started calling himself General Big Bird yeah. because he was the new character who was General yeah. Big Bird. So... When you hear the stories of General So, you hear these ridiculous heroic stories where he dies multiple times but lives on to be hundreds of years wow, old. Wow, he's like Paul Bunyan. No, he was like 10 different men, and people would take on the name as a way to make themselves be more than what they are. Like Paul Bunyan, right? Yeah, like yeah, Pecos Bill, you know? He's got no, all the legends, and then he's got the chicken on top of it. Like the colonel, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did Paul Bunyan have a chicken? Paul Bunyan had a ox. He had a big blue ox. He had a big blue ox. Named Babe. And he put his pick in the Grand Canyon. Well, and where it I came up, even more grander. Upstate New York yeah. is the Paul Bunyan region. Like, I guess the story started there or something, because if you drive around in upstate New York, like upstate, upstate, like almost Niagara Falls, really upstate New York, not what New Yorkers call upstate, because that's a little, here's a little inside New York baseball. When you bump into somebody from New York City, you say, I'm from upstate, they think you're talking about Albany, which is in, like, no, upstate is almost Canada, uh -huh. like Buffalo, up in that, like, beyond Rochester, beyond Syracuse area, uh, where the Finger Lakes are, mm -hmm. like, where we have real winters, that's that's where I grew up. Um, what was my point? Paul Bunyan. Oh, when you drive around up there, there are statues of Paul Bunyan everywhere. And giant statues of Big Blue Ox. It's one thing to hear a story about a Big Blue Ox. It's another thing completely to see a statue bigger than a school bus of a Big Blue Ox. And you go... Why is it blue? Like, it, it, yeah. it, it makes sense until you see it with your eyes and you're like, it's like azure. It's really blue. Like, it's cobalt. Like, the idea was that the ox froze overnight, but mm -hmm. somehow Bob, uh, 
Paul's magic kept it alive, so it became blue by freezing. I'd love to see a Paul Bunyan movie. That's all I've got to say. I think Paul Bunyan movie I think there's a couple good. of animated ones. Well, I mean, like a real one. Like Paul Bunyan fighting King Kong or something well, like he that. Because really he's huge, his, right? He doesn't he's have a, a massive dude. Yes, he's, he's a giant. he never shows up to fight against King Kong? Well, because... I feel like he should do that. I feel like he should do... I don't think he'd win against Godzilla, but fucking King Kong Paul Bunyan could win it. There's no continuity to the stories, uh-huh. though. In some stories, he's 30 feet tall. In other stories, he's 9 feet tall. You can't have a 30-foot tall Paul Bunyan climb down into the mines. How big do you think Paul Bunyan is? No, he wasn't a real person. No, but but how big do you think he is? Like He's you. as big as he needs to be for the story. Oh, he's a shapeshifter. He can get big and small. No, so maybe he it could depends fight on Godzilla the story. When you really think about it, because Godzilla's like, so, what, 45? So you're I saying Paul so. Bunyan is a superhero who's like Ant-Man. Kind of, yeah. And he what's can the name, what's the name of the size. one guy who used to go, in your chuck, like that, and then he would like grow. He'd go, Oh, his name was Offensive Stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, that's right. It was. It was. You're right. It was the growing. Uh, d- 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 I do know who you're talking you know, about, indigenous though. Indigenous man who was a very. Uh, yeah, he was a stereotype for sure, for sure. Let's think but, of the Scott Lang. Yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. Ant Man. He did it with technology. Scott, it was yes, not offensive. Yes, exactly. He used exactly. pin particles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Paul Bunyan was like Ant Man. No, Paul Bunyan was like a myth. Uh, uh, what? Oh my God, John! <laughs> you know I'm being difficult. Good God! <laughs> yes. Just talk Paul about Bunyan was like Ant-Man. Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Paul Bunyan was like Ant-Man, except he couldn't get smaller. Paul Bunyan didn't exist. Neither does Godzilla, neither does King Kong, and neither do the Finger Lakes region. Stop making shit up. Do you know the story of? Lo- <laughs> Lakes. They're just regular lakes that you can put your fingers in, but they don't look like fingers. Well, you can put your fingers in any lake. Like you can you can put anything in any lake. That's God not how the finger it. lakes work. How did this even start? Betty Crocker? Let's go back. No, no, no. Wait, no, because oh you've accidentally God. stumbled into something that did we have. Did she invent the crock pot? Is that another thing? You've accidentally stumbled into something that we have to discuss. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this. Do you know why the finger lakes are called the finger lakes? Because people get fingered down there? I have no I'm idea. I'm sure that happens too. But no, there are... Um, there Is are a horror story? There, no, there are actually... Ooh. There are six lakes in the Finger Lakes, mm-hmm. which I know does not count out right. Um, but uh, if you were to... I mean, maybe. No, if you were to it's lay out... evolution, natural evolution turning that way. If you were to lay out a map of New York State, uh-huh. you can put your hand on top of the Finger Lakes and run your hand down as if... A giant hand, like, say, Paul Bunyan's giant hand, reached into the earth and scraped out the five finger lakes. And then the sixth finger lake is... is Paul Bunyan's dick. No, it's... He just stuck his dick in the earth. It actually... <laughs> this giant ball sack lake. It's, it's off to the right, <laughs> uh-huh. and it's Y-shaped. Uh-huh. And they say that Babe, the big blue ox, yeah, yeah. when watching Paul make the first five, stuck his antlers in and made the first one, and then stuck his second antler in, and that completed uh, the Y. Oh, shit. For real? Yeah. So the way the finger lakes got their name is itself a Paul Bunyan story however in that story he's like planet size yeah right oh yeah because i heard that he he sat there and he put his uh he he put his he put his uh pick pickaxe in the ground and just dragged it because he was tired and made the grand canyon have you seen the grand canyon he would have to be like a mile tall in order to make that shit like that because that is a deep fucking Canyon. Oh yeah, no, sure. I, I've really, never seen it myself. Oh, I would huge. like to see it. It's massive. It's it's you can see it from space and also Where from is your car. what state is the Grand Canyon in? Arizona. It's in northern Arizona. Is that far from us? 
Like, could we drive there in a yeah, day? We could drive, yeah, you could drive. Oh, maybe not in a day, but like a day and a half. Yeah, for sure. You oh, so we'd there. have to go and like get a motel in the area, go, and then get a go motel, and check it out for a day. day. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 we yeah, might. Yeah. That might be a fun adventure. Yeah, you should. Def- I mean, we should definitely. I think everyone should see the Grand Canyon at some point because it is truly before we turn it into a landfill. Big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a big ass. Hey, we got to put this trash someplace. It's a giant hole in the ground, is what it is, and it's amazing. It's amazing to because you are just walking on like earth, and all of a sudden it just goes, and then it's like this just giant. Well, I've seen big canyons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I I imagine this is beyond that. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen other canyons. It's the only canyon I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, I've I've seen canyons. I've never seen another one. I wish I wish I had. You know, no, I no, you I definitely. Because now I'm like, how would I? I know it? that you have. What? When when we went up into the camp, uh-huh. remember we pulled over to the side of the road and there was all those little canyons. Yeah. And the side of the thing? Those are canyons. Oh, those are canyons. Yeah. Those. I mean, those those aren't canyons. But yeah. They're, they're the same geological factors that created those that created. I thought the that Grand was Canyon. a lake. I thought you said that was a lake. What? You said that was a lake. You're like, this is a lake. No, they were all created by uh, by the scraping of. Um, Paul Bunyan? No. Damn, he travels fast. No, the uh, ice sheets. As the ice sheets moved across, the, they scratched uh-huh. into the... Isn't that how like they distributed minerals all over the planet and created the Rocky Mountains and all of that? Through ice sheets? Yeah, and right. The, and the first ice age? Right. During hundreds of years of shifting and melting and changing, isn't that like what molded the landscape of the planet? Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's what helped shape the planet. Right, and so... I mean, I mean that's really how the Great Lakes were formed, and all the well, mountains. Well, that and such. just just ruined mythology for everybody, Sean. <laughs> yep. The, the, Damn it. There's no Paul Bunyan. Oh, there's no such thing as magic no Babe the Blue the Ox. No magic in this oh, world. And Betty Crocker. No was Betty a Crocker. Whore. Actually, Betty Crocker might have been a real person. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure she wasn't. Yeah, probably not. No. Hello, boys and girls. Dermot the Toad here, uh, of no relation to any other amphibians or frogs who may or may not be in show business. Now, I've been asked here on the Random Bush Show, uh, and today I've been joined by my very good friend and pal, Sarah. Uh, hi, Sarah. Hi, Dermot. Are you ready to sing a song today? <laughs> yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, they've asked me to sing an educational song today, and I hope that everyone uh, at home will sing along once they know the words. Are you ready, Sarah? Can I give you a kiss? Oh, 
Well, again, my lawyer says that I really shouldn't uh, be, you know, kissing children. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you sang really well. Thanks. Yeah, sorry about your dad. Oh, that's okay. We're getting used to the night terrors. Sarah. Oh, jeez. You know, we often say, you're the worst, or that's the worst. How many things do you know of that are just the worst? In today's modern world, far too often we focus on the worst. Well, down here at Random Bush, we want to flip that convention on its head. In that effort, we are proud to present the first annual You're the Best Awards. Presenting this year's You're the Best Awards, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Random. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's so kind. You know, I just can't put in words the privilege it is to be presenting at this year's celebration. Without further ado, the nominees for this year's You're the Best Awards are... Spider-Man's Aunt May. Mrs. Claus. And threesomes. And now, the winner for this year's You're the Best Awards. Once again, threesomes. Thank you so much for joining us at this year's You're the Best Awards. And congratulations, threesomes. Once again, you're the best. Hey, guys. Do you like fun? Well, I have a whole load of fun right here just for you. It's the Random Bush Show. And you know what? If you like it, you should share it with everybody. And here's a little secret that you may not know. It's free. That's right. Completely free. To share it with all your friends. Or your neighbors. Or maybe your girlfriend. Or maybe your boyfriend. Or maybe your mother. Or your father. Or your aunt. Or your uncle. Make sure that you let them know. And uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> I got weird, sorry. That's always gonna get weird if you let me do that. No, I know, I know. The Random Bush episode archive is overpouring with evergreen comedy content at randombushpodbean.com.